Hello everyone and welcome to the Codebreaker Wrestling Podcast where we break the code on all things professional wrestling and this is the raw review for September September 9th 2019 and let's just get into it here So first we had Stone Cold out and he got the full entrance, obviously, being a Hall of Famer and being the person that's officiating the contract signing. So he cut a short promo about memories he has of the Garden. And then after that, he introduced Braun. And when Braun got in the ring, there was kind of a short, like, tease of something between him and Stone Cold. And they kind of looked each other, stared each other down and for a second and then stone cold decided walked away and introduced rollins and once rollins hit the ring he cut a promo saying that he's not gonna stab braun in the back because he's the best wrestler in the world Uh oh he said that wrestler word vince is not gonna be happy about that he didn't say sports entertainer or what's that other stupid thing they say now performance fighter or something like some other dumb term that i don't know roman used it and i have i don't have anything against roman really but he used it in an interview one time or on twitter or something and i just thought it was stupid but he tries to kind of stir the pot between austin and braun and he says you know braun thinks i'm gonna I have something planned with you or you're going to do something to him or turn on him or whatever. And But then Braun cuts him off and he tells Seth he's going to love being Universal Champion. He likes being the Tag Team Champion so he won't betray him. And then AJ interrupts and he does a actually pretty damn good Stone Cold impression. And... They go back and forth, and Austin kind of buries him and tells him he needs to get some bass in his voice. And But then a brawl breaks out after he's very derogatory towards Austin and tells him, calls him an old fart, among other things. But then they, the OC and Rollins and Strowman are brawling, and Gallows and Anderson take off, but... AJ throws uh, Rollins out of the ring and when he turns around Stone Cold is there and hits him with the stunner and it was actually one of the best cells very rock-esque very, one of the best cells of a stunner I've seen recently like the way AJ sold it was just perfect so then AJ immediately had a match against Cedric Alexander who they he and the OC attacked the week before. It was a short match, but it was all right. And then it ended in a disqualification when Anderson and Gallows interfered, and they start beating down Cedric. But then, who should appear but the Viking Raiders? And I thought they did some kind of Houdini magic trick and disappeared somehow. But 
they're finally on TV again. So they cleaned house and beat down the OC with Cedric, and they kind of looked at each other like this might be some sort of alliance going forward. And then we had a short backstage promo from Sasha and Bailey that the Boston hug connection is stronger than anything, and we're going to show Becky and Charlotte later tonight, and yada, yada, yada. But then Roman came out to speak and cut a promo, but not a wrestling promo, like a, a Connor's Cure and a pediatric cancer kind of promo. And he talked about using his platform as a WWE superstar to help bring the love and support that he received to other people and bring awareness to it. And then he introduced some kids from New York that I don't know if they beat cancer or if they were still fighting. I assuming they I'm assuming they beat cancer, but either way, it was really cool and they were from New York and they all had their own like little wrestling personas that they came up with. So it was just a cool little little promo, I mean. And having kids myself, it was cool to watch cuz I can't even imagine like what it would be like to for your kid to have to fight cancer like that and that's just that's scary but it's cool to see him doing so well for sure all right so then we had the women's tag match that pitted becky and charlotte against sasha and bailey um it was a very good match i thought it got this is awesome chance from the crowd and i thought overall it was a uh it was a well-worked match although charlotte did botch that moonsault i don't know what happened there it's it's always been a problem with charlotte honestly like the way she when she's in flight that moonsault looks great but the landing has always been a problem for her and i'm not sure exactly what the deal is with that but like a lot of times when she goes to land she messes it up and it looks really awkward but other than that i think i thought it went well although it kind of kill killed the heels momentum i think having charlotte pin bailey clean with the natural selection especially going into the pay-per-view on sunday like I know they like to do the thing where, oh, they pin the champion before the pay-per-view or whatever to make you think there's going to be a title change possibly, which I don't think there is, but I mean, maybe, but I just think they should have had, they just turned Sasha heel, kind of turned Bailey heel, so I was kind of thinking maybe they should have the heels win, but I mean, that's not the way they went, but that's fine I guess and something funny I noticed is that they did a close-up on a guy in the front row after the match who had uh Daniel Bryan's uh hemp belt a replica of the hemp belt so I thought that was kind of funny that somebody actually bought that because I thought it was a cool idea but when I saw it in reality it looked kind of didn't look very good to me anyway like at least aesthetically so it was kind of funny that somebody actually paid however much they charged to have a replica of that
All right, so AJ's backstage. At this point, they cut to the backstage, and he is pissed. And he's talking about how he's going to get revenge or something. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he's cut off by Ziggler and uh, Dolph Ziggler, that is, and Robert Roode, who they kind of talk to him for a little bit in the gist of it is they suggest that they team up because they have a common enemy and AJ agrees to those terms and then we had more lame street profits narration hype for the pay-per-view hype for the show (sighs) I don't dislike the street profits I like them on NXT I really do but the way they're portrayed on Raw they're just To me, they're just really obnoxious and annoying, and they're just, they're they're over the top in a bad way, I guess, is how I would put it, but I kind of fast-forwarded through a lot of that because it's just the same stuff, but then we had Corbin versus Ricochet versus Samoa Joe. If in the King of the Ring, the last sem, the not the last semifinal match, but the uh, one of the semifinal matches. But I marked down that uh, Cole made a comment about why do we have the first ever King of the Ring triple threat match? Well, because you just said it, Cole. It's first ever. That's what you guys always do. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, the, there's a lot of things they'll do just because, oh, it's the first ever. It's first time ever, just so they can advertise it that way. But it was a great match, I thought. <laughs> Good showing by all three guys. And But there was another remark by Cole that Joe had Ricochet in the Coquina Clutch, and Cole made a remark that, oh, he could make this a one-on-one match. Uh, wait a minute, I thought it was a triple threat match. What are you talking about? Like, is it a triple threat elimination match? I, I don't understand. But anyway, the finish came when Ricochet hit the 630, and Corbin came in, threw him out of the ring, stole the pin, and Corbin advances to the finals, which I kind of had a suspicion that Corbin would be at least in the finals, if not winning it, but I was kind of hoping they wouldn't go that route, but it looks like he's probably going to win unless Gable gets the uh, surprise kind of underdog win, but... That's what I'm kind of hoping for because I like Gable, but that's just my personal opinion. So then we had another Firefly Funhouse segment. and My God, I hope these segments never end because they are consistently really good and consistently like one of the best parts about Raw. And I don't even watch the full three-hour version like some of you might. I watch the hour-and-a-half Hulu version because it just saves me time in my schedule in general but Abby the witch was complaining that her clock her alarm clock is stuck on 316 so Bray decides to smash it with the hammer and then all of a sudden it changes to 1119 and he says oh it's fixed now well 
There's a lot of theories as to what's going on with the whole 1119 thing, but the most prevalent one in that I've seen is that it's a reference to the date The Undertaker debuted, which I I hope it is because I hope he puts Bray over like he could have previously, but he never did. So I'm really hoping for a match between them with The Fiend eventually winning or winning the first match whichever one but everyone starts chanting stranger danger stranger danger and until brace tells everyone to shut up and puts the hurt and heel gloves to his head and he cuts a promo about seth and braun and tells them that uh it's good that they made new friends and it's good to talk to strangers or like whatever and that's how you make new friends and but he says friends won't help them where they're going and then he says see you in hell and that was the segment so really good stuff i mean i hope they can keep it going indefinitely because they have a way of like doing really well in the short term with stuff like this and then dropping the ball in the long term so i really hope they keep the the whole duality and like the dichotomy between the fiend and like the nice i guess bray wyatt like the mr rogers but disturbing-esque bray wyatt so then we cut to the 10-man tag main event which is was Rollins, Strowman, Cedric, and the Viking Raiders versus Ziggler, Rude, and the OC. And just a quick thought. I I think that the OC should... They should have a new theme commission, like, for when they enter together. I mean, I like AJ's theme, but that's AJ's theme. I think if they're kind of doing a new thing with it... I get that they're using AJ's theme because it's the most recognizable and everybody knows it, but I think they should write a new theme if they're not already for, like, their stable entrance or, like, their team entrance, and then AJ can still use his theme for, like, his singles matches and stuff when he makes his entrance, but this quickly kind of broke down into a melee, as Renee said before the commercial, and... It was a good match. I mean, it was pretty good. And it had this crazy spot where Ivar destroys everyone on the outside. And with like this flipping dive type of move. And then Cedric hits Styles with the lumbar check. Pins him. And the faces win. And they start to get up. And then Stone Cold comes out at the end of the match. And throws everybody beers. And... Or Steve Weiser's, my bad. And he toasts to the face team. And everybody drinks except, of course, Eric, who's apparently straight edge. I just found this out. I don't know how I just found this out, but I did. And that's how they went off the air. So pretty decent show. I enjoyed it. Um, There wasn't really anything in my hour and a half version that was like glaringly like oh my god this was terrible like there was some stuff that was okay but nothing that was like horrible so i think they're on an improvement with Heyman in charge for sure like it's definitely getting better in my opinion 
But that's what I got to say for right now. And I hope you guys have a safe weekend. And I will see you guys next time.